Melinda asked me what time we were going to be recording today, and I said 8 o'clock, but Chris has two kids, so at least by 8.30, <laughs> like if not later. And she said to me, that's no excuse. You have two kids. <laughs> I looked at her and was like, what? And she was like, I mean, you have one kid. And I was like, no, that was right. I have Rowan and I have this beautiful baby. <laughs> That's standing in front of me that I have to take care of. And she's like, I probably could have told you that brand new news better. Well, the first one, she texted the news to me. So. Oh, great. (laughs) You didn't know that? Nothing about that surprises me. I was on the train. Nothing. Nothing about that surprises me. (sighs) I mean, the first time Sarah told me uh, she rolled over and went to sleep. (laughs) I got home from work. And she was already in bed and she goes, oh, by the way, I'm definitely pregnant. (laughs) Good night. I was like, we're not just going to we're not going to sit with that for a second. We're not going to just let that ponder. Uh, That's good audio. Great. Listen, I'm drinking my go-go juice. Vodka. It's actually tea. I'm old. Wow, that's pathetic. Vodka slow down juice now. Oh, man. Can I just tell you something before we start? It's been a while since we've seen each other. Time has not been good to you. I agree. I need to put that up front. Time is, it it hit you hard. It did. But how do I look? Exactly the same. Yeah, I know, right? I look really good. For better or worse. Yeah. I don't fit into any of my clothes. So Is that why you're drinking tea? No, actually. Is that a thing? I think so. I don't know. Do I? Are you going to turn to me for fitness and nutrition? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, I only put a couple cups of sugar in it because I'm trying to lose weight. But <laughs> You're like, I'm off all solids except for powders. <laughs> Anything granular is fine. It's totally fine if it's granular. <laughs> um, I started running for the first time in since lockdown when it was four degrees and immediately got sick. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess I shouldn't do that. And so I've been waiting. And like a week ago, I just started running again because it's been warming up. Yeah, I know. I uh, I haven't been running in a couple of months and I'm, I want to start again. But every time I think of it, I'm like, that's going to be, whew, that's going to be rough that first time. And so I figure, why not just not do it at all? <laughs> And that's how you live your life, kids. Yeah, that that's is That's how easier. you make it to the big time. Take it from us, amateur podcasters. That is the successful way in life. Have you been, man? I've been... What has happened? Uh, uh, not much. Just been, you know... Let's see, what have I been up to? Did I tell you about the... Uh, what's, a, what's a good word that I can use that won't get me stoned to death by the internet? A murder room that I found in my house. (laughs) Uh, I think they're called Cuomo rooms now. So, oh my god, too soon? (laughs) Is it too soon? (laughs) It's too too specific. Too too anyone not on the East Coast going to get that joke? Oh, it's all over the news and his office. Oh, see, there you go. Very nicely done. See, all right. Yeah, yeah. So this is what I hear. So this is what has made up the studio. Is like this. Weird murder room. No, 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 no. Oh, no, it's a different room? Yes. This room, I think, was a studio already because there were, like, staples all over the place, which I think must have been used for uh, soundproofing. Skin. Oh, right. Sorry. We'll get to that. (laughs) And there's, like, a window. It's a window into another room, like a recording studio. Oh, right, right, right. So upstairs in the attic, 
when we first got the place, we tore the carpet up in the attic. That's not a euphemism. And um, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> when we when we pulled it up, there were asbestos tiles underneath. And we were like, well, we don't want that. So we looked into getting them removed. We called a place and they said, yeah, sure, we can come and remove them. But you just have to, you know, get clear as much stuff out as you can so that we can get to it. And I was like, oh, sure. They were like, you know, just make sure, you know, nothing is sitting on it. So I go and I look and it's uh, the asbestos tiles go underneath a bookshelf that is embedded in the wall. Like there's just like where there would normally be wall, there's like little shelves to put things. And it goes under that. So I'm like, does this thing go, like, into the wall? Is that a thing that, like, how are they going to do that? Like, they're going to have to fucking tear down the wall in my attic to be able to, like, remove all this fucking asbestos? So I go to look at it to see, like, well, maybe I can do something to try and get this shelf out of here. And I go to just see how it's embedded in the wall. And I realize it's not attached. It, like, wiggles when I push on it. So I'm like, oh, can I just pull this out of here? So I give it a little pull. And Wait, it, sorry. Have we crossed over into euphemism? I'm talking about the bookshelf. Okay, cool. I'm talking about the shelf. Okay. Not my... Yep. Gotcha. Anyway, I give it a little pull, and it rolls out on wheels. What? And behind it is a room. No. Yes. And on the inside, like, back panel of the bookshelf are nail claw marks. No way. Yeah. So uh, I immediately, it was like three in the morning. Was this a room that was like disclosed by the realtor? You had no idea. Not that we're aware of. No. Well, and we found another one too. What? I don't know if they even knew it was there. You found two of these things? Yeah. There was a second one too. But the other one, I think they probably knew about. The other one has right. like a doorway. Like there's like a door that, that but it's in the attic, right. but it's it's in the same area. But it's a separate room. Right, right. And it's like a crawl space, that one. But this one was behind a bookshelf. I don't, I, I would be surprised if they even knew it was there. And uh, it was three in the morning and I was like, nope, not getting murdered today. Why? Oh, there's so many questions. Why were you in the attic at three in the morning? Oh, because I was, I was getting ready for the asbestos people to come remove the asbestos. You missed that part of the story, I guess. At three, no, at three in the morning. I think these two things I didn't because there was so much stuff. Okay, like I, I, I'm just constantly renovating the house. Right, I'm replacing electrical stuff. Right, and sure. outlets. How old is this house? Oh, uh, it's so old that we might not be sure. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it, it said 1930s in the listing, but when we were, none of the walls have insulation. Uh huh. So as winter was coming, we were putting insulation in Rowan's walls, like just sort of shoving as much into there as we yeah. could without like totally disassembling his his walls. And when we did that, we found an empty cigarette pack. Right, right. And we were like, oh, wow, it looks like really well preserved, but it still looked like pretty old. So I was like, it was in the wall. It was like a cigarette pack. That was inside his wall. Right. And I was like. Yeah, like the worker was working. He's just like, I'll ditch this here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just shove this here. No one will ever find it. So we looked up the the look on it and like the style and stuff. And we found like that someone, there's a website that keeps records of this stuff. Sure. 1913. What? Yeah. This gets weirder and weirder yeah. by the So second. somewhere between 90 and like 110 years old. This is the start of like. Every bad horror movie I've ever seen. And that's, I should add as well, that that cigarette pack was only made for one year. 
and that was. I thought the, you were going to say for one guy. <laughs> just, <laughs> it was only it was made. His own that's special. The thing. That cigarette pack was only they made, made one pack. No, they only put that design on the cigarette pack for a hundred years. So who knows? It could have been, could have been hundred right. years. Could have been any time. Yeah, yeah. It could have been your house. Could have been made in 1978. Who who knows? But with that secret room, I was fully expecting to find a body, drugs, or maybe money. But probably a body or a murderer. Who, what, so did you find anything in there? No, it was totally empty. Like, totally empty. There was no, like, garbage or anything in there? Nothing. Sorry, I didn't mean to say garbage. Evidence? (laughs) We don't have a squatter, so no, there was was nothing. In one of them, though... Uh, one of the boards was loose. <laughs> I lifted it up, and thankfully, I fully expected to find like a human hand or another something. Another room? What if you just kept going? It was just like another room and another room. It became like the TARDIS, where you're like, I can't oh, possibly yeah. have this many rooms. What's going like on? Like your factory factory. Yeah. I lifted a board, and it was like an electric junction box that was like fully like live. Just like I was like, oh, awesome. this is something that will kill me if, I, if I'm not like, careful. You pull back the secret board, and you're like, huh, that's where the circuit breaker is. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the circuit breakers in the murder room. Oh, Good to know. that's where the Declaration of Independence is. <laughs> that's who killed Kennedy. Wow. Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have a shamrock shake. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Shamrock shakes are gross. It's March, so it's going to be St. Patrick's Day and whenever the fuck. Someone in a boardroom in McDonald's in like the 80s was like, you know what we could do? We could put toothpaste in a shake there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s that was probably some of the best ideas coming out of there okay <laughs> also that takes a lot for you to say that something from mcdonald's was oh bad. mcdonald's has t- a ton of terrible stuff have you seen oh wait a second wait no i did think of something that just happened that that you can actually get behind ready a chipotle opened up right off of our subway stop mm. Yeah. Anyway, before i was interrupted what i was gonna say is uh, there's a ton of bad stuff in mcdonald's have you seen their salads thank you thank you i had to go back to that yeah no you're right that was worth calling back for that was good all right i got some news do you got some news i got some news you do i do should we get started on some news i do i'll tell you what uh, let's do let's do a little news let's actually start on this news as always andrew i've got a little bit of everything because i'm a professional got a little marvel i got a little dc what do you want to start with these nuts too bad i want to start with i don't know why i expected you to give me a real answer at this point in the, in the show i want to talk about what do i want to talk i don't even know what i want to talk about too bad i want to talk about which one just popped up on my phone by accident super <laughs> girl is, let's talk about go, super girl no hold no. on hold on this is gonna be we're in 20 years this is gonna be in moma this video and it's just going to be called man implodes. <laughs> I mean, we could do a whole a whole event about man implodes. You could I mean, you could track it on the on the show. You should just do it. Why haven't we done supercut of me imploding on the air? 
half of our episodes are you imploding. That's true. It's really hard to choose just one. They're like the Pringles of self-destruction. <laughs> Let's talk about... That's, no, to be fair, Pringles is the Pringles of self-destruction. Mm, that is fair. That is a very good point. I can't argue with you. Um, I haven't had a Pringle. What was the last time you had a Pringle? Why the fuck are we still talking about this? We're supposed to be talking about actual things. Good Christ. Um, I want to talk. Let's talk about Supergirl. I can't even get get into this. So uh, it was announced recently that um, Supergirl is going to be in the Flash, in the new Flash movie, in the Flash movie, in a Flash movie. <laughs> if it ever gets made. Thank you. Uh, they fl- they they casted. I almost said they casted the Flash. They casted Supergirl. Um, they might be recasting the flash dude he choked a woman outside of a bar that's true i mean but you know let's round out all the other casts first and then also the past tense of cast is cast you said it like you said casted like 10 times just then it's cast they cast supergirl so the actress that they casted was uh is Sasha Cal? I think it's Cal or Kale. No, C-A-L-L-E. I'm saying that wrong. Whichever way I'm saying it, I'm saying it wrong. Okay? So if you're listening out there and you're correcting me either in your head or through your mouth hole or on the internets, I'm saying it wrong. I'm telling you I'm saying it wrong. Sasha Cal. Sasha Cal is the new Supergirl. Uh, she's on the, she was on the Young and the Restless. She, she was a daytime Emmy nominee. So, you know, that's got some pedigree to it. As long as she doesn't choke anyone outside of a bar, I think she'll do just fine. Well, I mean, she just got cast. So give her time. Wow. 425 actresses auditioned for this thing. Yeah. I was one of them. Wow. How'd you do? I mean, not good enough. I mean, that's true. I like to think I was probably second. Like if she turned it down, they were Let probably going to come to Hold me. Hold on. Actually, I'm reading the article here. Cal beat out a podcaster Andrew Dunn in a narrowly one. Oh, wow. You did actually come really, really close. Thank you. Thank you. It says here um, Dunn was actually cast first, but when calling his phone, they repeatedly got voicemail. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's the thing, too. I wouldn't have accepted it because uh, I'm pretty sure they were just casting me for my breasts. That's true. That's true. So she joins now. Let's see. She joins Ezra Miller for now. Uh, Michael Keaton for now, Ben Affleck for now, and uh, Andrew, let's see, is the director Andrew Machete, who gets the biggest for now of all of them. This is, I think, the fourth director, so much between the fourth and 125th director for the Flash movie. This is shaping up to be interesting, the fact that they have two different Batmans, Batmans, please, Andrew, correct my grammar. What's the plural of Batman? It's not Batmans. Is it Batmans? Or is it Batman? I don't know. Okay. All right. <laughs> well then, checkmate. Two Batmans. Yep, that's what I'm saying it is. Uh, two Batmans and a Supergirl. Do you think she is... Do you think she's in the DCEU? Is she a multiverse character? Like a crossover dimension thing? Because Zack Snyder has 
hinted that in Man of Steel, there was an open pod in the Fortress of Solitude and that was Supergirl and blah, 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 blah. So do we bring that character in or where do you think we're going with this? Uh, they made a huge deal out of casting her. Like they showed the Zoom video of him like doing, I think this is right. the DCEU. It could be like an alternate universe one, but she's staying. Oh yeah. I don't think this will be a one She's going to be our Supergirl. Right, 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 right. Now she is, um, all the pictures I've seen of her, she is not blonde. Right. Supergirl is traditionally represented as blonde. So either she's going to dye her hair blonde or she's not going to be blonde in the movie. And if she's not blonde in the movie, on a scale of one to stupid, how stupid do you think people on the Internet will stupid? Supergirl is not one of those characters that people care that much about. So I think probably no one's going to care. Until you change your hair color, man. All right. And then people are going to go fucking insane. Nah, like if they cast a blonde person as the Flash, I don't think anyone would give a shit. The Flash is blonde. Oh, and they cast a dark haired person. Yes, they did. And nobody cared. I think everybody doesn't know that the Flash is blonde. That's what I'm saying to you. If they don't know the Flash. It's true. But the Flash wears a hood. What? Or a cowl. He wears a cowl, not a hood. Okay, I guess. We'll probably get more things about my thing about the mix up between Cal and Hood than I than about the hair color for Supergirl. All it, listen, all I'm saying is I think we can trust the internet. Oh, yeah, that's been a tried and true track record there. That's true. That's a good point. Chris. Yes. Hollywood is. <laughs> Do it. Say it. Not racist? Huh? In a stunning game of, if you're racist and you know it, compare yourself to Jews during the Holocaust, Gina Carano has been fired from the Mandalorian. (laughs) And here comes cancel culture to tell me that someone's a bad person just because they belittle an entire demographic and minimize the near genocide of an entire race of people. Oh my God, that was amazing. I didn't know that that's where we were going. Let's do this, yeah. (laughs) According to THR, insiders expect that the character... (laughs) <laughs> that's it says will be recast but i read it as racist <laughs> for both story and merchandising reasons Karana will be producing a film with the daily wire and six months ago i would not have guessed whether that was an onion article <laughs> Karano has said i'm sending out a direct message of hope <laughs> to everyone living in fear of cancellation by the totalitarian mob wow the totalitarian mob. Yeah, remember uh, Remember, we had a president who tried to be a tyrannical fascist? Yes. Remember when we had that? Yes, I do. Well, at least it wasn't cancel culture. <laughs> right? Here's the thing. I... Uh, okay. Do you... Let, let me ask this question. Do you think she'll be back? I don't mean like in the recent few, but do you think by the end of the run of the Mandalorian? Do you mean the character will be back in the Mandalorian or the actor will be back in the Mandalorian? The actor. The actor as the character. No. You think she's done totally for the for the rest of the run? Yeah. Well, I also got the feeling that like, like I was surprised she came back for the second season. She was barely in it and they left her like running a town as a sheriff or whatever. Yeah, but I think they were setting her up actually for... One of the spinoff series. Did they ever even announce that? They didn't formally announce it, but they were, it was kind of like, um, heavily hinted at that they were going to. Yeah, gonna, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Cause here's the other thing too, is if they do, she's not going to be out of 
racist jail in time right. or whatever you want to call right, it. Right, right, right. And, uh, and by that point, they will have recast it. And so then, like, what, in season six, she's just she just looks different? Yeah, I don't. I mean, also, that's a really hard role to recast because she is. Is it? She's a very specific type. I mean, she's a former MMA fighter. You'd have to get Ronda Rousey. That's pretty much the only other person off the top of the that. dome. I can hundred oh, percent be fine with that. But off the top of the dome, that's the only other person I can think of. That you could get to play that part. And she's blonde. So the internet would just stupid. It's stupid, stupid. Here's the other thing. Uh, THR also said that they reached out. So they have an inside source who wanted to remain anonymous, who said they're planning to recast her. Right. But an actual representative of Lucas Films got in touch with them and said that uh, that's not the case. I doubt that that's the case. I think it'll be more likely that they'll just put the character to bed. Like they, they left with her just like going back. Right. Get someone, get a new character. They left her in a place that you could go either way, which mm-hmm. is fortunate for them. And you can get a new character that, that, like, just make a new one. It's Star Wars. Right. Well, also, the the way that the character goes, the fact that he is kind of this lone gunslinger and can go anywhere in the galaxy and, you know, pick up any storyline means it's likely that you would meet a similar person to someone that you've met already without it being that person. So he could totally meet someone who is that character-esque without being that character. So totally. Also just like the the nature of Star Wars after the original trilogy has been a lot more of like, oh, we just happen to be on Tatooine and this is where the the chosen child is because of the Force. But it's like, it's a galaxy. Like one of the things that made the original trilogy so great is that like, yeah, you didn't just run into people that you had seen before. Right, it's uh, huge. You had to seek them out because it's a galaxy. Yeah, I think... For me, I think this is, it depends on how long the show goes for. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like you said, I don't, by the time the show ends, is she out of, is she out of racist jail? If she's not out of racist jail, then yeah, she's definitely not coming back. Um, If she, it's funny because it actually reminded me of the conversation we had a while back about Kevin Spacey when he was putting out those messages and we were, I was saying like, he still is, he still is. And this is what I was saying is that like, he will not go away. And that's his biggest, his biggest mistake at this point is that I think for a lot of people, there is a way back. It, it's a, it's almost a math problem of like how bad, how egregious was the offense compared to the amount of time that you go away and you like allow people to, to come to terms with it and allow yourself to make amends for it and things like that. Like there is a, you know, a certain amount of time that people can kind of instinctually feel like, okay, it was long enough or it wasn't long enough and things like that. It reminded me of that because it's like, if she goes away, if she shuts her mouth and she just goes away and spends some time, like, trying to make amend for it and trying to learn from this event and kind of recedes in the background. This, I think this is not undoable to come back from, you know what I mean? And it's not undoable to um, have them bring her back for, and I'm not saying they would bring her back for like the spinoff series that she was going to come back for, or even a full story arc, but I could see them bringing her back if it's far enough down the line for like an like episode season 10 of the Mandalorian, yeah, like season 10 of the Mandalorian. If it's the last season of the Mandalorian, really, 
whatever it would be, whatever, whatever she's coming back for, it's going to be the last season of the Mandalorian. And it's like that one, you know how at the end of a series, a lot of the old characters come back even for a cameo, just to be like, what did they end up at? Just to tie like them Fate off. Like Fate of the Furious. Right. Exactly. I just don't see that happening. I like she's going to make a movie with Ben Shapiro for the Daily Wire. I did see that. Yeah. That's not going to help anything. No. Chef kiss. Mwah. I mean, that's if that movie ever even happens. Dude, it better. How's it going to win an Oscar if they don't make it? That's true. Mm, That is true. You know, it's interesting. That's not the story I thought you were going to give me. And so I'm going to wait and see if you actually bring up the story I thought you were going to bring up. I, I don't think so. Okay, we'll see. I only got two more and they're not about Hollywood being racist. Really? That's all I depend on you for. There's a Mike Tyson thing. Was that it? Nope. Oh. Not even close. All right. It is a favorite topic of ours. Let let me put it that way. Oh, my God. I don't know then. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I didn't see anything about that. Okay. So. We'll, get to, we'll get to it. We'll get to all it. Right. Just all slow right. your hose, okay? If Just, you want to know, we'll the Mike Tyson it. thing is that Hulu announced that they're doing a docu-series about Mike Tyson, but they came to him and asked if it was okay, and he said no, and they just decided to do it anyway without paying him. Oh, that's a good idea for a guy who can punch out anyone in the world. <laughs> well, I also, let me see if I can find the, uh, I have the uh, the article up. Here's a bit of here. advice. No matter how old this person gets, if the person has a nickname after a medal... Don't piss him off. That's usually a good rule of life. Mike Tyson released a a very long statement about this, but one of my favorite parts is um, Hulu announcing that they're stealing a black athlete's story during Black History Month couldn't be more inappropriate or tone deaf. Wait, is that um, that's Mike Tyson saying that? Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I can you read it. Read it in smaller chunks. Hulu announcing. Hulu announcing. They're stealing a black athlete. They're stealing a black man. That's a terrible impression. That is a great impression of Mike Tyson. Hulu announcing that it's stealing black athletes' story during Black History Month couldn't be more inappropriate and tone deaf. You know what? Actually, yours was pretty good. That was yours was pretty good. I almost started doing Brando habitually. Oh yeah, I almost started doing. I almost started doing Brando just sort of instinctually. Hulu announced things that they're stealing black athlete's story during Black History Month couldn't be more inappropriate or tone deaf. It's basically the same. It's just a different lisp. I, yeah, I could, yeah. Okay. It's almost, you just gotta, you gotta put the tongue in the in your teeth and then you you raise your voice up like three octaves. Well, the, the even the both, they're both up here. And they both kind of have that accent. It's sort of New York. Yeah, I like that. Mike Tyson's is up here. Yeah, I'm going to keep going with mine. This is a good idea for us to do. Well, if you want to find us, you can reach us on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically you, Tyson, if you want to find us. (laughs) Believe it or not, at some point, Andrew, uh, people are going to be able to see movies in movie theaters. And one of those movies is supposedly a third Spider-Man movie. And that third Spider-Man movie now officially has a title. And that title is Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. So. Oh, boy. Can I tell you why this is a terrible idea? Okay, great. It's opening on Christmas. How the fuck is the name of this movie not home for the holidays? (gasps) Uh, Was it supposed to open on Christmas all the time? Or did they push it to Christmas? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right, but here's the thing, is it doesn't have a holiday theme to it. I don't care. 
It's ho- it, the movie is home for the holidays. You know what? From now on, on this podcast, we refer to it as home for the holidays. Damn straight. Did you see Boss Logic made a uh, Home Depot poster? No. It's <laughs> Spider-Man Home Depot, and uh, he's wearing like a little apron, and he's on top of a Home Depot roof. Oh, I like that. That's that's good. I like that a lot. Also, Tom Holland has been denying up and down that the other two Spider-Mans. Yep, that's how I'm going. Spider-Mans are not in the movie. Uh, and we don't believe him, right? I don't know. I don't I believe have no him. idea what's going to happen in that damn movie. You know. Look inside your heart. I mean, do it right now. What's in there? I just see Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The left ventricle is clogged. Let me look inside my heart. Where the fuck did that thing go? It's gone. I took it, Chris. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and you put it in your murder room. Here's. <laughs> I think that's an Edgar Allan Poe story. Anyway, it's Sam Raimi, right? Uh, or what is he? He's doing something. He's doing oh, Doctor he's doing, Strange. He's doing madness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like... He's doing madness. He's just doing straight ass madness. He's just straight up Who going think fucking nuts. Bruce Campbell is going to play in the MCU. Doctor Strange. Oh, that'd be good. He kills Benedict Cumberbatch. Wouldn't that be? Oh man, I just made that up, but that'd be fucking amazing. Be pretty if good. he was a multiverse version of Doctor Strange, that would be pretty great. That'd be actually. Imagine him with the goatee right now. Everybody, stop what you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. If you're walking down the sidewalk, stop walking. If you're in the middle of an intersection, I don't give a shit. Stop walking. Just imagine Bruce Campbell as Doctor Strange with the goatee. I refuse to do that because if I start, I'll never stop. Yeah, it looks fucking good. (laughs) If he does show up in the Multiverse of Madness as a Doctor Strange version, we get credit for that, right? Because I just called that. This is a media lunch break exclusive. Tell you what. If that happens. Yeah, I'll let you call Marvel and figure all that out. Cool. I think I have their number around here somewhere. Oh, God, he's leaving. Where are you going? What are you doing? You can't make sudden movements like that. The audio is being recorded in the other room, and I just wanted to make sure it's still going. You don't have your engineer in the other room to do that? I don't, but also I don't. Are you? Wait, is the camera looking through a glass right now? Yes. I could see a reflection on it. I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) So, oh, okay, I get it. So I'm not good enough to be in the same room as you is what you're saying. Not only am I not good enough to be in the same room as you, you put... Me in another room, in another room. It's for social distancing purposes. That's fucked up. I tried to get this to work on the tablet. Melinda has a tablet, but it's like 15 years old. I saw that. So what I've got you on is a uh, a Surface, which has a fan. So I don't want it in the room. So it's in the other room. All right, man. Whatever. Is there anything else we need to say about Spider-Man? Three, home for the holidays. It's going to be dope. It is going to be dope. Spider-Man swinging around with a Santa hat on. Pretty sweet. Do you think there's going to be a uh, any um, like homages to the original Spider-Man 3? Oh, where he dances, emo dances? Oh, there's yeah. going to be an emo dance. Slaps Mary Jane. Slaps her right across the face. <laughs> he fucking does. It's so weird. He does. He I, slaps her across I, the it's face. It's so uncomfortable. If you don't believe me, look it up. It's on YouTube or something. I don't even have to check if it is. I just assume that it is. It's on redflagsrus.com. I don't know why I said RS. I meant to say .com. Okay, Chris. Yes? Edgar Wright 
is set to direct a film adaptation of Stephen King's The Running Man, and I, for one, cannot wait to hear Nick Frost's Austrian accent. Oh, that's going to be good. Did you ever watch The Running Man or read it? Nope. And nope. The movie is incredible. I imagine the book is better because it's a book, but the <laughs> the movie is, I mean, it's like the original Scott Pilgrim. But so much worse. Right. It's like a series of levels that this guy has to go through to win his freedom. Whereas like the book. I know the premise yeah, of it. The book is more yeah. of like a psychological deep dive on about like like into the the thematics of like a dystopian future that like. Have you read the book? No, but my, my mom was a big Stephen King fan. We had it. And like she I, I know all about it. She read it to you before bed every night. Oh, yes, that's right. She tucked you in and she said, tonight we're going to read. The stand. And then she was like, and then the main actor of Running Man said, get down, we have to get to the job. The character in the book is just called (laughs) the main man in Running Man. (laughs) I don't know his name. Then the Running Man said... But it's uh, it's like a, more of a, a like philosophical look into like a dystopian future and like yeah. a society that takes its prisoners and uses them for entertainment. And the movie is more just about like Arnold Schwarzenegger clubbing people with his fists. Right. I know the the movie is vastly or the book is vastly different from the movie. Actually, the first way I said it works as well. But I know that the character, the main character, in the book is nowhere near what Arnold is. Like he's not, isn't he supposed to be more of like? It's just a guy, scrawny and I don't know about scrawny. He's just a guy. He's just me. Yeah, but in the silver spandex that Arnold's in. So like a normal looking guy, but like just like unbelievably handsome. Aww, I like this. We should take long breaks more often. You get really complimentary. Now that I've said that, can I borrow fifty bucks? Yep. Hold on. Let me bend. Oh, god damn it. Every time I fall for it. Uh, almost. I'm still going to give it to you, though. Yeah. And then you'll give me the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go. I'll meet you in in the in the room up in the attic. <laughs> should make it into a guest room. But leave the claw marks. No. <laughs> no make terrible. it make it really nice. Like make it really like a lovely country bed and breakfast. But then just leave the claw marks. Put a padlock on the just outside. Put a pa- yeah. Yeah. Oh, make it an escape the room. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what am I even talking about? What are you talking about? Oh, Edgar Wright. It's going to be written by uh, the the guy who wrote Scott Pilgrim, whose name is Michael Bacall. What else has Michael Bacall done other than Scott Pilgrim? Do we know? And is there any way to find out if we don't? I've heard tell of some sort of internet movie database. I, I, listen, first of all, Edgar Wright doing something like this will, is going to be amazing. Like, just amazing. Who do you think is going to be in? Do you think this is Simon Pegg or do you think he goes with someone new? And if he does, who? And if who, when? And if when, how? Who is in Baby Driver? And uh, is it Ansel Einhorn? No, that's the that's a different guy. No, I think I'm right. Or Aaron Ald. Which I think it's it? Ansel Einhorn or something. Anyway, it's probably going to be him. I think actually Simon Pegg would be really good in it, but I think he's probably going to get a bigger name for it. Yeah, Ansel Elgort. El- El- Elgort. I don't know how to say it. Ansel something. You know what I'm saying. That guy, that guy would be really good. But do you think they go more what the book is where it's like just a dude, just an average guy and not someone who 
looks like he's off the Calvin Klein ad or something. What are you trying to say about Simon Pegg? It's ugly. Oh, how dare you? Hey, listen, we went after Mike Tyson, so I, I'm not really worried about what Simon Pegg's going to do to us. Maybe you should be. He's English. Oh, that's true. He'll fucking drink a Guinness and then bust a glass over my head. Yeah, I, I think he'd be great. He also might be a little old. I think it'd be interesting. I mean, okay, in the book, when your mommy was reading it to you at bedtime, did it talk about why they aren't they just criminals that they like put on? There's just like people who went to jail. They're just inmates that they put in this reality show. And then if they win, they get their freedom or something. Uh, let me see. Well, I did. So it could be anyone is what I'm saying. Oh, I hear you. I yeah. Well, I did say at the beginning of this that I hadn't read it. I wasn't. Uh, what's the word? Listening. When you were talking. Well, why would you start now? Hold on. Let me just take you off of mute. Hold no, on. That's perfect. Actually. Yeah. If you could. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's right, though. I think it's isn't it just like inmates that they that they put on a reality show and then they can win their freedom. So it could be anyone. And I think it'd be co- interesting if it was like someone who was older. Betty White. Oh, that'd be a. Fucking phenomenal. Are you kidding me? I would love to see Betty White in an action scene. It's time for her to have her Liam Neeson moment, you know? Oh my God. Liam Neeson. He could do it. He could do it. He's getting old too, though. I don't know, man. What about Frank Grillo? Yeah, sure. Or what's his, what's his schnoz from, uh, from, uh, The Punisher? Yeah, I, I don't remember his name either. John Bernthal. Thank you. Or like, what's his face, Manganello or whatever? Like, they're all the same guy. Right. Just get all of them. Just mash all of, just mash all of them into one giant silvery spandex suit and have them run around together. How about you just get the cast of The Expendables? Bruce Willis. Yeah, he's in that. He could do that. Get the entire cast of The Expendables? Yeah. And mash them into one giant spandex suit? No, no. Just give them all... Have have all of them be the running man, and they all have to run through at the same time. Right. That's what I'm saying. They all just wear one giant spandex suit together, and they're all the no, running No, no. We're saying different things. No. We're saying different things. No, I think we're saying the same thing. Two different ways. You're right. We're saying the same thing. Yeah. What? Let's just move on. <laughs> See, here's the thing. This is what it is with this episode, okay? I am already broken down when the mic's turned on. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to come down to my level. I've been You're slouching succeeding. this whole time, and I just realized we're on camera, and I like, and then everything blocks my face. Okay. I don't like the way that this is. You doing look this. fine. I want to, uh, yeah, that's a little better. I like you it. You look fine. Stop. Stop it. I don't even have makeup on today. Um, uh, what? What was I saying? <laughs> What's your next thing? Me? Yes. Me. What's my next thing? Okay. Okay. Then we're up to my last thing. And this is where we might have an introduction into the story. I thought you were going to say, but we won't, but let's get into it. All right. So Warner brothers has been looking to reboot Superman or not reboot it, but do a, another Superman movie with JJ Abrams producing. They just announced they have a new writer involved that really hints that they're going to really reboot the shit out of this thing. Writer Tanahashi Coates has been announced as screenwriter for the new J.J. Abrams produced Superman movie. Tanahashi Coates. Do you know who Tanahashi Coates is? 
Uh, no. Okay, well, you're a racist then. Not, I've never said otherwise. <laughs> cool. All right, great. Tanashi Coates is a, it's a, he's a very acclaimed uh, journalist and author who wrote for The Atlantic and he wrote a lot of really great books. But then he also then transferred over into comics and did a really successful run on Black Panther as well. But he is one of the preeminent black voices writing today. And so the fact that he's brought on, it's kind of circulated speculation that they're going to be rebooting Superman as a black Superman. And it, let me tell you something. After seeing how stupid the internet got over Supergirl's hair color. Oh man, they're going to stupid their little stupids off. Am I right or am I right? Yeah. I mean, do you remember when everyone thought that the worst part of Fan Stick was going to be that Johnny Storm was black? Right. I know. And now they're going to take their number one character and really not even their number one character. One of the biggest characters anywhere. And Batman? One of the biggest characters. One of. Well, you said their number one character. Uh, I would I would think that you're right. Dollar signs. I think Batman is number one. I think where we're talking notoriety or prestige, I think Superman Beats it out. Maybe. In that thing you can't measure. Maybe 15 years ago. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you that. Don't ever interrupt me again. Anyway, uh, so, uh, but I think they're going to, a lot of people are thinking they're going to reboot this as a black Superman. I know they that Michael B. Jordan's name had been tossed around even before this news came out. Michael B. Jordan's name had been tossed around as possibly taking over the role. And I, first of all, I think he'd be great. I know I'm not the first person to say this. I actually would like him to play the character of Icon from the Milestone comics, um, which is a it was a DC imprint back in the 90s, which was started by a group of black writers and had predominantly black characters and characters of color that also really tried to make a point of like incorporating black culture into the storylines and and the origin of the characters and everything. And we've kind of gotten into a debate like this with things like a woman, James Bond or things like that. I think it'd be great to have him do that character rather than reboot Superman as black simply because, again, you're bringing a new character on. And I like the for this, especially I would like the idea of like introducing a character from the comics that is created by a black creator that is has his origin steeped in the black culture um, and that. It's very cool now, instead of just putting a black actor in a character and changing the race of the of a character, you are also then giving spotlight to the original material. So people would be inspired to go back and read Milestone comics and get into that and kind of and showcase that. That being said, if this were to be Michael B. Jordan, Superman, I'm all for it. So you would boycott I would it. absolutely yeah. I'd be signs out <laughs> all the way. Sandwich board and everything. I mean, you already know my stance on this, I think, but I'll voice it anyway because I feel like we're not wasting enough time. Sure. I will agree with you in 20 or 30 years after we have normalized Mm -hmm. changing the race of a character. Okay. As soon as people are no longer upset, I'll be all for that. But like, you know, as soon as they announce who's going to play, if it's a a person of color who's going to play Superman, people are going to lose their fucking minds. And it's not going to be like a fringe 
area of people, it's going to be a lot of people who are pissed off. Right. We're going to hear the same shit of like, oh, sure. you can't take this away. It's so important that he's white and it's important to the story and you're taking things away from me and is nothing sacred anymore. And like, I, I remember having a conversation with like a young progressive child. I mean, not like it was like a, a cousin of a girl I was dating or something. It wasn't just it was some like rando on the street last week. Yeah, right? No, it was, yeah. no, it was. It you was, were like standing on a playground and you're like, and I was like, hey, come over here. Let me talk to you about something. I got something to show you, kid. It's a comic. <laughs> and you're like, it doesn't matter what her hair color is. Why the fuck? <laughs> He's like, can I go back to my mom? <laughs> But no, it's a, it's a, someone someone in a in the family. It was like a family reunion of an ex that I went to. Um, she didn't know I was no. We were dating at the time. Uh, <laughs> she didn't know she was an ex, yeah, but she was yeah. an ex. But we, uh, I we, broke up with her in the car ride home. But I remember she this this person this uh, young woman who was probably like fourteen at the time was like it was back when people were talking about um, Donald Glover playing Spider Man. Yes. I think you've told me the story, but keep telling it. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. But she was like, I just don't think that could work. Like, it's so important to Spider-Man's character that he's white. And I was like, well, you know, uh, we have an African-American Spider-Man named Miles Morales. And it blew her mind. Right. And I was like, and it's right. great. It's a great comic run. It's very successful. And right. people really love it. And I think that, like, as soon as we can start to normalize that, like, like, as soon as people – I never, ever want to hear – I mean, he's a great actor, but, like, do they really need to change the race of that character? Right. As soon as we never hear that phrase ever again, yeah. I'm down for, like, let's bring in, like, Static Shock sure. and, like, all these other, like, characters that we haven't seen on the big screen yet and, like, get get the the money behind those. Right. But, like, uh, right now I think it's more important to be, like, let's just bring in whoever we want, want whoever yeah. we think whoever will do the will job Whoever will be the, the right person for the job. Right. That's fair. I think, like I said before, the, the, for me, more than any other time we've had this discussion – because there's also a whole back catalog of other material with this that I would love for people to be able to discover that, uh, you know, bringing a milestone character like Static Shock or Icon or something to the big screen, then, like I said, inspires people to go and try and check them out in other mediums, which I, that for me, that's also exciting is to be able to for people to discover you know, hardwire and all these other characters that kind of came and went because there wasn't a market there. And now I think people are coming around to the idea of these characters are fantastic and we should go back and then with enough prominence, maybe even bring them back. But, but I totally understand what you're saying. And I, I can totally get behind what you're saying. Well, and uh, I, I was going to add to that too, that um, two counter offers that I would give to you are, I think, uh, Marvel's in a position where they could start doing that because they're running out of characters. Yes, right. So I think it would make sense for them to do something like that as well. But also I'd like to see them mix up some races a little bit too. But I think that that could work. But the other thing is if the DCEU, if they start heading more towards like what they did with Joker and what they're doing with like – uh, like the other the other um, titles that they're coming out with that aren't like how um, the Suicide Squad has nothing, nothing to do, to with, do Suicide with Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, if they can totally break up the universe and start doing whatever they want, then yeah, I totally agree with that right. as well. Right. Yeah, you're right. Marvel is more in a position to to do that as well. It looks like they're bringing in Photon. I mean, no spoilers, but 
I don't know if you know who that is. I don't. We'll get into it. I get them mixed up. She's the younger Rambo. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Yeah. Then, yes. Then we will get into it. In the next episode. In the next episode. You're right. I didn't, I, for some reason, Marvel and what they could do never even entered my mind. But you're right. They are in a better position to do it because, you know, they have the cattle. They've also have the track record. So people trust them more. Uh, you know, once Guardians of the Galaxy is a hit, you know, well, you can do anything. For me, it's more about their their continuity, like the length of their continuity. That like they they've got Iron Man, they've got Captain America, they've got right. Thor, they've right. got the Hulk, like Captain Marvel, and on and on right. and on and on and on. They've got to start scooping up yeah. someone. But that's what I mean. They they have that people trust them. Like they've already come out with hit after hit after hit with unlikely character and unlikely. Um, which might be why we're getting like Photon, Ironheart, uh, Miss yeah. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is really for this to happen, Warner Brothers needs to put out a good DC movie. Man, that is a uh, that's a big ask. Yeah. They've gotten close. I know. I know. They've I know. scratched at the inside of that bookshelf a couple times, but. <laughs> Brilliant. That was amazing. I mean, Snyder Cut's going to revolutionize everything, so it'll be fine. A MoviePass docuseries is being produced by Mark Wahlberg, and I'll watch it, but only if I can pay a monthly subscription for it. I've written a lot about this. Okay. Just because, Chris, we both had MoviePass. We did have MoviePass. Remember that fever dream? I still have the card. (laughs) It's tracking you. We liked it, I think, generally, right? Yes. Did we you did. get your money's worth for it? I did not, but in my defense, I don't know why this would be in my defense. In my defense, I had a kid, and then that really cut off the amount of times I was going to the movies. So it didn't amp it I up. I was on track. <laughs> Honey, I'm going to go get some milk three hours later. Honey, I'm going to go watch uh, Endgame four times today. Be back later. I actually was on track to get my money's worth. I think I missed it by like two movies. But that being said, yeah, I did not get my money. It's amazing to me. So like the here, here's what I'll say about this. Uh, let me let me finish these um, these things and we can talk a little bit about it's. Um, I'll just say it's amazing to me. It lost money. Uh, it's such a good idea. But the uh I'm not being sarcastic either. I think it's a great great idea. idea. A lot of great ideas will lose money if your whole template is not to have people pay a lot of money. But like people like you, most people I know who got MoviePass never used it. I used it. No, that's not true. They made money on you. Right, 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 right. But the amount of money that they made was about... 20 bucks but they made money and uh, like i had friends who literally didn't use it they had it for a whole year and just were like i never had the time you know there was never anything i wanted to watch or whatever the producers on the project made a statement saying quote employing a sexy price to turbocharge subscriber growth the investors who took over the company sought the rapid success experienced by high-flying startups like WeWork and uber but through over-the-top parties inexplicable mismanagement and questionable behind the scenes deals. The new leadership of MoviePass slowly alienated its customers and shuttered its service just two years after its surge into the zeitgeist. Unrealistic partner and president 
Archie Gibbs, I don't know what that means, but this guy said, uh, there's only one way to tell the unabridged story of MoviePass properly, and that's through the eyes of Stacy and Hammett, the innovators who conceived it. They built it from nothing and then were told their services were no longer needed. Well, yeah, but in their defense, so that's what they told everybody at MoviePass eventually. <laughs> So, well, wait. So, is this a story you're interested in to see, like, exactly what fucking happened? You know, I didn't think that it was until you brought it up, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm so interested. I'm fascinated. I want to know so badly because it seems like such an easy win. Right. Right. No, there, there are definitely those stories of. Like, well, I mean, Quibi would be another one. But Quibi doesn't seem like an easy win to me. No, but it's one of those things where it's like, how the fuck did this go from like here to here to nothing in so quick a time? Do you know what I mean? Usually if, if there's an idea and it's even a halfway good idea, either one of two things happens. It never actually gets out of the gate or it at least has a little time to like, try and find itself before it it fails or succeeds you know what i mean like yeah. but movie pass you're right was around for i mean i think it was around for a little longer than some people realize it was like i had heard about it about a year before i actually ended up getting it but thought it was quite frankly a scam and then eventually my wife and i were like maybe this is for real let's give it a shot and we finally got it and then a year later it was gone so I think a lot of people joined on like a year after they really should have. And that's where a lot of people didn't end up making their money, getting their money's worth out of it. That being said, yeah, it went from like zero to the thousand to negative 20 in milliseconds, essentially. And to see how that trajectory goes, that's always a story that's fascinating to me. That's why I said like Quibi's another one where it was like, it was like, we're going to launch fucking huge and then in three months it was gone and how do you go from like jeffrey katzenberg is the guy behind it and like getting huge stars to be in this stuff and having you know really what looked like really good production value for a lot of the stuff and then nothing just gone like who does i keep hitting my mic when i do that so deal with that future andrew (laughs) like those are fascinating stories to me and i you're right like i would not I would not think I'd be interested in the story, but now that you're saying that out loud, I do want to see how the hell did uh, the fire festival is what this reminds me of. Oh yeah. I was like, this is a story I've heard. Why does this remind me of this? The fire festival is what this is like. Like how does something grow to such a huge thing that it essentially swallows itself? You know, it sucks the air out of the room and eventually smothers itself. I can't fucking wait. I want to see it so badly. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, I actually do think that's really interesting. All right. That's it. That's all I Yeah, that's all I have, have too. By the way, Ray Fisher made a tweet about the investigation and at the end of it seemed to insinuate that they're casting a black Superman to, to shut him up. Uh, oh. that, that was the story that I thought you were going to say. No, I didn't know Did you that. Did not see that? He made, he made a tweet about... Remember the time... I don't have the tweet in front of me. I'm not going to try and paraphrase it. But it was basically like... They tried to ruin a black man's career and shut him up from talking about the abuse. He said, and then at the end he said, but they're casting a black Superman. So, you know, so they can't be racist. No, they can't be racist. That being said, I, I agree with Ray Fisher all the way up until that last line. And I'm like, they didn't, 
I don't think those two things are related. They you don't get Tanahashi Coates just to shut up another person. Like Tanahashi Coates is a get. I, I bet they, they yeah get maybe. Tanahashi I I wouldn't be surprised if if he was their first choice in a list of diverse choices. I, I'm sure they were. They he was. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm saying they didn't go like we're going to get a black writer to to shut Ray Fisher up. And then they went after like one of the most prominent black writers in the world today. And they were like, we'll get that guy. Like that's a, you go after that guy. Like that's not I something you I don't just know. do. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Cause they haven't done it before. No, they haven't. But I'm saying they. I, if I think if you do that just to shut up Ray Fisher, you go cheap. Do you know what I mean? Like you go for someone who's a black writer, but like, isn't, isn't well known because you can pay him less. It's just to say that you did it. You don't go after like this. I, think I don't know, man. You get I, I think, and you're like, I think the only non-white director DCEU has had was on the Harley Quinn movie. And that's because Margot Robbie said that she would foot the bill for everything. If she got to choose her director and writer and cast. Right, 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 right. No, I agree with you. I, I don't think it's because of Ray Fisher. I think they were like, we need, you know, people are calling for a more diversity. So we need to get, I this. don't know, man. I think it might've been, I think people were like, he was, he's making a big noise and people are listening. Yeah. But I don't think, I think that's a big, I, I wouldn't say it's the whole thing, but I'd say it's like probably 50, 50. I'm not saying it doesn't help or they think it will help, but I don't think, I don't think he's the, he, I, he seemed to insinuate he's the, inciting thing or the main reason for it and i'm like i don't think you're the main reason for it i think there's Chris, hollywood is racist that's true i forgot that's right okay you know what i stand corrected that's all i got and you got nothing else i have nothing else let's get the fuck out of here what do you say Thank god yes all right all right um let me just see if i got oh <gasps> hey andrew yeah hey andrew yes hey andrew uh-huh where can they find us? Well, they can find us on iTunes and Spotify. Google Play Music shut down. Uh, I really? think we're on Google Podcasts. I'm so upset about it. I love Google Play Music so much, and it's gone. Now I have to use fucking YouTube Music like a fucking... Millennial? Plebe. Oh, that too. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook, where our handle is something else. You can find us on Instagram, where our handle is The Media Lunch Break, separated by underscores. You can also find us on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We are on Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where you can go to give us money right now. Type it in. We'll wait. It's Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Just type it in. You think I'm fucking around right now? You think I'm fucking around? You think this is a fucking game to me? Stop this whatever is not you're a doing. Game. You're talking if about you're my walking money. Down you're talking about my street, rent. Give me my goddamn walking. money. You can also send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes and SoundCloud and YouTube. They really Give us a help. thumbs up, a subscription. You can thank Julie, Thanks, which is Julie. what we're doing, our OG patron. And uh, we wouldn't be here without her because she individually and specifically saved both of our lives on different occasions. It's true. It's a little known fact. And uh, that's it. We did it. We did a thing. It's been a while since we uh, since we did yeah, a thing. Did but a thing. Now we did a thing. Yeah, I'm surprised I remember how to do this thing. If I had a nickel, <laughs> every time 
I had to remember how to. Oh, the podcast. I thought you yeah, meant. I know, no, I know what you meant. Okay. Unless you want to take me into the murder room and show me what you mean. I don't think we're going to be able to ride a bike in there. <laughs> I don't think there's enough room. Oh, man. I don't think there's enough room for the bike. Oh. There's enough room for that swing set that we use. Yeah. 